100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, and the ZXL Morning Show. My wife even knows this guy. Well, he just was on Joe Rogan, uh, and he's been a just unbelievable guitarist for going on 50 years. He's been around. 74, man. Looks great for 74. Lives off the land. We're talking about the great, the wonderful, the fantastic, uh, the opinionated I didn't know he played guitar. I thought he was just a Fox News contributor. <laughs> it is the great Ted Nugent. Yeah, JoJo Scotty, Ted Nugent, reporting for duty. Hey, oh, you're calling number goodness. nine. Ted, you won the tickets. How are you, buddy? <laughs> great. There's nothing I'd rather do than to see me in concert. He's the best. Let me tell you, I love you, man. Me and you politically are right there eye to eye, Ted. Well, let me guess. Let me guess. You actually genuflected the altar of the U.S. Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, the Ten Commandments, and the Golden Rule. Boy, are we radical. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to my sergeant right now. Yes, fantastic, <laughs> Dude, brother. Ted, Ted is the man. And let me tell you, uh, it, it took me I, – I, it was a long time before I saw Ted. It was, it was spring of 2000, and it was Ted Nugent, Kiss – and I, I think I have this. I think I remember it right. You were wearing a headdress, and you you shot an arrow into the rafters. Yeah, that would have that would have been me. Yeah. <laughs> it was, dude. You blew me away that night. You were fan. You and your band were fantastic. And I, I love Kiss, but you blew them off stage. Well, you got to admit, am I the luckiest damn guitar player in the world? Have I always been surrounded by the most unbelievable musical animals, the bass players and drummers and I mean, I've had the best musicians that have ever walked to work at my side. I'm just a lucky, lucky guy. Do, do you think it's in the water in Detroit? I mean, I'm just looking at a list, right? Like, there's something about it. Do you have a diner that you guys all meet at? You got Iggy Pop, Alice Cooper, you, Bob Seeger, and so many more, right? Kid Rock, you can put Eminem in there. Smokey Robinson, the, the, the White Temptations. Yeah, oh, I mean, <laughs> oh my God, Detroit. There's just, what, ha- what, is, what was it about that area of Detroit that made such... So- Everyone just so great. Well, it's it's a really easy answer, man. Uh, Motown Funk Brothers. Yeah, yeah. What the yeah. Motown Funk Brothers taught us about musical authority, spirit, heart and soul, groove, work ethic. You look back to Mitch Ryder, the Detroit Wheels, and the fire-breathing ferocity of that music by Johnny Benagic on drums, Earl Elliott on bass guitar, Jimmy McCarty on Gibson Birdland through a Fender amp. Billy LeVice, Le- Le- uh, Mitch Ryder on 12 tambourines per song, turning them into shrapnel. And, and Joe Kubrick on the uh, Gibson 335 through a Fender Twin. I opened up for that band. They were known as uh, Billy Lee and the Rivieras. And the other band was uh, Martha and the Vandellas. Yes. I opened oh, yeah. up for them at the yeah. Walled Lake Casino in 1960. And the, 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 the tightness. They were teenagers. I, was, I, I think I was 12. And there was such a musical authority that they they literally revered the, the little Richard, Chuck Berry, and Bo Diddley, and all the founding fathers of this black musical authority, the soulfulness, the defiance, the middle finger on fire, and the rhythm, the work ethic of James Brown, and how he made sure that every song was the very best every time. So that permeated everybody from Brownsville Station and Grand Funk Railroad and Bob Seger and the MC5, and so many unbelievable, the Amboy Dukes, are you kidding me? This sounds so, like a, yeah. a late night infomercial. You're selling an album. He's selling, for, he's a, selling Detroit. And I'm buying yeah. it, man. Yeah. 
Well, Detroit muscle is is just a figure of speech that has always existed in all of our lives. I talked to Wayne Kramer of the MC5 here just recently. We're good friends, and uh, Bob Seeger and I toured together. And I was on the phone with Kid Rock last week, and we're doing a gig together this weekend in nice. Panama City. So, so yeah, there there is a piss and vinegar, a, a challenge in Detroit that you've got to really put your heart and soul into every song, every lick, every gig or you ain't going to make it. So that, that spirit and that work ethic is still alive and well. In fact, if you saw Kid Rock recently on that Access TV uh, from the Artist Den, he's surrounded by Detroit musicians, and the, the ferocity, the, 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 the authority that he delivers goes right back to Mitch Ryder, the Detroit Wheels, and the Motown Funk Brothers. And that spirit and that energy is alive and well in all those musicians. In fact, everybody, I don't care if it's Aerosmith, or 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 ZZ Top or Journey or Foreigner or every band that you loved, they were influenced by the Motown Funk Brothers and Chuck Berry and Bo Diddley, and that's still the foundation of the best music in the world. Now, can I uh, look? You, you've been though you look super young, and look if if anyone says that uh, being a vegetarian is super healthy. Ted is the exact opposite. My man lives off the land. He eats. He eats meat that is on your own your, your own your own land, right? Like you you literally go and hunt your own meat. Yeah, I've always eaten venison. I kill it and grill it. It's perfect. It's primal. It's natural. It's, dude, it's Ted, organic before you, organic was cool. Dude, you can't dude, live in my house, to, Ted. When we go to the when we go to the Whole Foods type places, all these uh, pierced nipple hippies come out. They just <laughs> all they want to talk about is venison because venison is the healthiest diet on planet Earth. And I'll tell you, Ted, what, what, Ted what's your cholesterol level? Because mine's two seventy seven, and my wife maybe stopped eating meat three months ago. Well, no, 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 no. You just need no. That's that's wrong, man. Thank you. Uh, everybody has a different, you know, DNA and a different uh, genetic pulse. But uh, mine's right around two hundred. But I'm seventy four this year, and, and I, I'm at... just very active. And my my wife Shemaine is a nutritionist and a health goddess, and she makes me these smoothies out of you know yeah. berries and carrots yep. and celery and and all this crazy uh, deer food. <laughs> yep, you're right. You're I get but it too. I'll tell you what. Ted looks like a hundred bucks. I mean, he literally is—he's he, seventy-four, but he looks like he's forty. You—you you, you look great, man. I saw you on Rogan, and I want to talk about the Rogan interview because I am uh, obsessed with uh, with wild hogs and how they destroy things. People don't—I tell people, I go, you don't understand. These pigs are like destroying Texas, uh, the, some of these southern states. And we even have them here in New Jersey, which is crazy. We have a little section of New Jersey that's getting taken over by wild hogs. And you said that you are actually you're, – you're, you now have gotten in business with people who you get in a helicopter and you hunt them down. And I'm amazed by that. Well, it is amazing. If you want to have the most fun in the world, join up with Uncle Ted and his machine gun from a helicopter <laughs> killing pigs. I mean, come on. You want an organic party. I'm your daddy. Um, yeah, it was against the law for civilians to kill pigs from a helicopter. The state of Texas was going to initiate <laughs> a poisoning program. And, of course, poison is indiscriminate. God. Poison, God knows who's going to yeah. access the poison, you know, wildlife that you don't want to destroy. So I stopped that, and we passed a law, and we've created this gazillion-dollar industry where it employs people. And let me tell you, when I shoot pigs from a helicopter— 
with my machine gun, which, by the way, is Jesus. why my guitar playing is sexier than anybody else's. <laughs> yes. You can't play. You can't play the opening lick to stranglehold until you've killed at least a thousand pigs with a machine gun from a helicopter. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can feel the love, can't you? <laughs> um, but anyhow, uh, what we do is we save the environment from the destruction of the pigs. We save the wildlife from the destruction of the pigs. We save family farms from the destruction of the pigs. We create a mom-and-pop industry. We hire people. They buy licenses and food and lodging and travel and groceries, and they pay guides and outfitters, and they pay for helicopter fuel. It literally is a win-win-win-win-win, and it's so much fun. And then we created a charity called Hogs for a Cause, where we go down and we follow up with all the pigs that we kill, and they have butchers that process this organic pork, and we donate this life-sustaining protein to soup kitchens and homeless shelters. What have you done lately, Bruce Springsteen? I, 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 look, yeah. he, I, you are, him and Dolly Parton, they're angels. Ted, I'm telling you, you should offer a weekend with Ted where you take someone <laughs> who thinks they might be a woman, and you say, no, no, you're a man. I'm going to show you're a man and come hang out with you for the weekend. <laughs> Yeah, I will. I will help you discover your scrotum. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> discover your scrotum. I gotta, I gotta ask. Uh, you, you've been, like I said, uh, you look great, but you've been doing it for a while now. What was your favorite decade of of, of music that you've performed in? Was it the seventies? Right, right now. Right, right now, now. Right now. I've got Greg Smith on bass guitar, Jason Hartless on drums for many years now. These guys. They, they represent the gift from God that I've always been blessed and honored and humbled with. You look at my musicians, JoJo, Scotty. I've had the world's most revered, respected, gifted musicians at my side for the last 60 years. And what Greg and Jason put into every song, every jam, every lick, every concert, every night is every guitar player's, every musician's dream. It has a life of its own. The new songs, of course, we play the classic. I, I can't not play Great White Buffalo or Stranglehold or Dog Eat Dog or Gonzo or Good Friends and a Bottle of Wine or Paralyzed or Weekend Warriors. <laughs> I mean, i got to play Cat Scratch Fever and Wang Dang Sweet Poontang. I've got to play the songs that we all love. But on Detroit Muscle, the song Detroit Muscle, the song Come and Take It, American Campfire, Born in the Motor City, there's a song called Feedback Grind Fire that would make the 20-year-old Ted Nugent cower. Um, in fact, my, my drummer Jason said when we were recording Detroit Muscle, there's, there's much enthusiasm in the room, as you can well imagine. And he said, you know, if the 20-year-old Ted Nugent showed up, you'd kick his ass. And I think he's right because I love this music. I live a, a, a soul-cleansing, natural life, hunting, fishing, trapping, farming, ranching. And when I get in from down-to-earth activities like that, the guitar has a life of its own. It's all fresh. It's all primal. It's all spontaneous and instinctive, and that's what you hear in my music. Hey, Ted, have you met Donald Trump? You think? Yeah, I've done all. I campaigned for him in 2016, and I'm campaigning for him in 2020 when we won. And I'm campaigning yes. for him now. He's a great, great man. Everything he did made everyone's life better it did. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. did. Yeah. Ted, you are a very, very smart and bright man. And that's why we love you. Uh, I got a question, though. Uh, I saw this and I hate to bring up Wikipedia stuff. But did you do an episode of Miami Vice? I did. It was the number two Miami Vice of all time. I played a, <laughs> uh, I played a woman beating drug uh, murderer. 
<laughs> wow. How much fun. God, how much fun was doing that? Well, I could, boy, I could tell you, so I could keep you here for hours telling you stories. Because just just a, a side, I carried a specific uh, Taurus brushed nickel 9mm back in those days. And when I got to the set of Miami Vice, uh, the prop gun they gave me was the exact same gun that I carried. Oof. So when I came to the set every day, I had to dismantle my real gun. Yeah. Alec Baldwin, you might want to take notes. Oh, wow, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but I had to make sure, because I had a couple shootouts in the TV show. And by the way, if it wasn't for the director and the producer, I would have won the shootouts, but they made me lose. <laughs> in fact, I came, around, I came around to give my line to Don Johnson, and my line was, you got something for me, Burnett? And then they told me, I want you to whip out your gun as fast as you can and shoot him three times. And so I come around the dirt mound uh, when uh, Crockett was coming around with his suitcase, and I said my line, you got something for me. And I, I pulled out my gun and shot three times, and the producer went, cut, 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 not that fast. <laughs> uh, I got a question for you. You're, you're a Detroit guy, right? You've had success. Yeah, the, the, Tigers, the Tigers have won. The Red Wings have won. The Pistons have won. What is going on with the Detroit Lions? Gentlemen, here, uh, you know, we can talk music and guns and nature and girls and uh, hunting dogs and all the important things in life. But you, I have been to, I have been to two sporting events in. Well, I take that back. I think it, I think it's like maybe twelve because when the Pistons were winning all the time, and when the uh, Red Wings were winning, I would take my sons and daughters to those games. But I, I, I'm not, I'm not a spectator sport guy. I know when the Red Wings and the Pistons were winning. Uh, that it, it was a super warrior, uh, uh, a dedication and athleticism that I admire. So I don't know what's happening with the Lions, why they can't win. <laughs> but I love Detroit. I am the Motor City madman. I, I, I cherish and celebrate my Motor City roots all the time. Listen to the song in the new album, Born in the Motor City. I mean, I, I c- c- couldn't imagine being from a better place than uh, Detroit. It, it really, uh, it, it, you, look. The, the Lions stink. But if I'm, if I'm the general manager, I'm hiring Ted to get into that locker room at halftime and give my team a speech that will make them go out on the field and kill it. And you will. Well, guys, did you see uh, what Mark Wahlberg did in the movie Invincible with the song Stranglehold? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the, uh, Jerry Jones. Is that his name, Jerry Jones, the owner of the, uh, the Cowboys? The, uh, the Cowboys. Cowboys. There were two. Uh, games that they had a big emergency meeting that they had to win, and I was in hunting camp both years when they just they they're, they're, we got to get a Texan a real uh, a historical iconoclastic Texan to do the Star Spangled Banner and somebody went Nugent lives here now <laughs> and, and so they sent their jet and they got me from Deer Camp in South Texas and I brought my Gibson guitar and an amplifier. And I played the national anthem at both of those games in two different years, and they won powerfully. And so that that energy and that piston vinegar is available if the Detroit Lions got their head out of their ass and called it. <laughs> uh, Ted, you are a beautiful person. We're going to let you go. Uh, the new album, Detroit Muscle, uh, comes out, uh, what, in just a couple days, right? Yeah, yeah. The first uh, single is Come and Take It. That's a love song I sent to Joe Biden. Uh, I sent it on suppository <laughs> form, by the way. I'm going to hire Mike Tyson to ram it up his ass. But anyhow, yeah, the, the new album is nothing but love songs and real American rhythm and blues, rock and roll. So thanks, JoJo and Scotty. 
for letting me celebrate my music. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Ted, Thank you so much. Have a blast, buddy. All right, guys, live it up. God bless the Garden State. I love you guys. Love you. Could talk to him for hours, man. Yeah. That guy's uh, he's exciting. He's, he's a trip, man. Yeah. Yeah, go, go check out the new album, Detroit Muscle. Uh, I believe it came out today. I believe it comes out today. Uh, so, yeah, wherever you can buy albums, go to Sam Goody. Uh, the wall. No, you can't go to your go mall. To and tell you, then pick it up. Tell you what, man. If you could spend a weekend with somebody and pay to do it, I think I'd pay to stay the weekend with Ted. Okay, Nugent. me, you in a helicopter drinking yes. beers Just while shooting wild hogs. Fantastic. Yes. The closest 100%. we get to that is paintballs and sea isle, dude. <laughs> yeah. I want to thank Ted Nugent for checking in with us. Uh, wow. All right. Look, we get back. We'll uh, we'll knock out some. Uh, you think you have a bed?